Welcome to the Hunters and Unicorns 2020 Mastery Mission. Essential listening for sales professionals on the quest for mastery. Shorter episodes, huge impact. The 2020 Mastery Mission is sponsored by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Are you on the mission? Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Welcome to Hunters and Unicorns, the 2020 Mastery Mission. 20 topics, 20 guests for 20 minutes. We're here to unlock the tribal wisdom from the legends of tech sales to help you get one step closer to mastery. I'm Simon Kutis and I'm joined by my co-host, Oli Kune. Welcome to the show, everyone. And we are absolutely delighted to welcome Ryan Precious. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Simon. Thanks, Ollie. Welcome to the show, Ryan. Great to have you on here. So in the way of an introduction, Ryan, you're currently the VP of Worldwide Sales at an amazing, an amazing, amazing, amazing company, Rockset, where you're currently leading the entire go-to-market that covers pre-sales, biz development, and kind of sales ops functions. But actually, what's really interesting is that you've obviously been indoctrinated within the wonderful playbook community and really established your own reputation within within this world. Just kind of going back to, you know, some things that people should know about Ryan is that he was formerly the captain of the basketball team, never missed a day of work in your entire life. And the best achievement in your entire life is your is your wife and family. So thank you so much for joining us today, Ryan. We're really, really excited to be uh, to be talking with you today. Yeah, likewise. Thanks, Simon. So I suppose in the way of an introduction to your topic, today you're going to be talking about a topic which is so, so close to, to our world. You're, you're going to be talking a little bit about the whole kind of interview process. But just introduce your topic for us, Ryan. That would be great. Yeah, I think, um, you know, None of us would probably even be here today if we didn't have an interview at at some time. And, um, you know, it's cliche to say, but every day is an interview. But there's absolutely a process to that and breaking it down and how you can articulate yourself. And the research, you know, it takes to go in there and the preparation and execution, you know, how you do anything is is how you do everything. And so although an interview is kind of a microcosm of maybe the actual role, you know, it's such an opportunity to not just sell yourself, present the value you can, you can bring to an org. Um, and there's a lot of preparation that goes into it. So interviewing and recruiting is a topic that's near and dear to me. And I know probably a lot of other sales leaders. So looking forward to, to getting into it. Definitely. And, and maybe you can give us kind of a bit more of an insight into when this is done well, what results can you, you can see? Yeah, I think, you know, when that interview process is, is kind of nailed, that, that just not only sets you up for getting that job and getting that role, you're, you're entering a company with momentum uh, already. I think even just that interview process, you know, if, if you present yourself with a strong interview, that, that can just accelerate even that, that entire process throughout a company. Um, I think it could put you in a better position potentially for coming at the high end of a, a compensation or whatever is even you know, required um, and making sure you're getting set up uh, in that company with the right territory, the right mentorship. So it's almost just that doing the job before you even start. But just from that first interview, that's just something you can nail. You're almost getting a running start into the role as an AE. 
Yeah. Other than the obvious, which is that you don't get the job. But what happens if, if you don't prepare and what happens if, I suppose, you don't, it doesn't go well? That's just a reflection of, yeah, how you just probably operate your business. If you're not showing prepared up to an interview where you're trying to sell yourself, how are you going to show up to an account where you know little about their business? You know, you can talk probably a lot about yourself. Hopefully you're doing the right research on the hiring manager you're meeting with, their background, hopefully you're looking into that, the company as well too and doing that level of research. And we can get into that in a bit. But if you're, if you're not doing your own research on your own performance, the company, the employer, you know, how do you expect to represent uh, that firm going to in a customer meeting if you're not even trying to prepare to your own interview? Yeah, absolutely. And I suppose there's an expectation within the playbook community because there's, you've got a very, very unique way of actually interviewing because you are looking for, for, for very specific things. And I know that there's a lot of desire for people from outside the community, but also people that are within the community to really understand what are you really looking for. But I suppose there is an expectation that the preparation is done. And I think that's a really kind of good starting point, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you're, you're a candidate. Um, an AE, you know, meeting with your hiring manager, you know, for the first time, um, you know, what are you going to do to make that, that, that best impression, you know, for yourself? Um, I think it's always wise to, to look to set an agenda and just reach out and have a touch point, you know, probably 24 hours before that first interview, you know, just the excitement around speaking a manager, you know, to, to that hiring manager, maybe a couple bullet points of, things that you would like to understand further. And so I think that just sets, you know, an agenda. It shows that there's interest, you're thinking about this, and there's assertiveness as well, too. And maybe you can help shape and control, you know, that, that conversation in that meeting. I think prior to actually, you know, showing up, how much research can you actually do on the, the, this company? You know, what, what's the company size? If you're looking at a pre-IPO company, who are their VCs? What's their backing? If it's a publicly traded company, what does their last earnings report look like? Um, who's the competition? What's the addressable market? I think if you feel like, you know, you're, you're doing that research and you understand their business, you know, have an idea maybe to ask some areas where there could be gaps in the bit, like where do you have questions maybe around or concerns um, if you truly understand their business and also doing your research on the hiring manager, you know, what, what would they typically be looking for? What's their background? What companies have they been at? Why did they decide to make these decisions? I think versus coming in with just your your canned interview questions, you can be a lot more specific and relevant to the individual um, into the company. Sure. I suppose this isn't just preparation for the sake of preparation. I think the advice that you've given, um, you know, as, as we mentioned, that the hiring managers within this community are very, very specific and actually looking for specific attributes. So what, what do you think that preparation demonstrates and why is that an important part? Yeah, you're right. There's, you know, every hiring manager has their own criteria. I think, you know, there's four real pillars, at least, you know, I'll, I'll typically focus on one is is on intelligence. And that's both, you know, IQ and EQ. I think, you know, in, in tech sales and in SaaS, um, we're selling a, you know, a, to a technical audience, do not expect you to be um, a, a sales engineer, but you got to be at least able to hold your own in those conversations. And then so, you know, just based on your own research, looking at case studies, how well can you kind of pick up this technology? Of course, you're going to have onboarding training and enablement. But a lot of it is, you know, how much of a self-starter 
are you? And then at the same time, EQ. You know, we're, we're in sales. People still buy from people. Um, you know, how can you articulate kind of that, that art of selling as well, too, and how you present yourself? Your overall character, uh, I think, is extremely important. That one is, you know, it's hard to quantify that quite as much as if you look at numbers and results and we're very metrics driven in sales, but, you know, team player, you know, do you have a background where you've been involved in, um, you know, team sports or a band or just something outside of work as well too? You know, we're we're always looking for those special traits in, in characters. And I think, you know, the best indicator of future performance is past performance. So what, what involvement, um, or activities have you been there? We're always looking to hire special people. You know, we're, we're building a next great unicorn here um, at Rockset. And if you haven't really had a special moment, you know, up until this point, what's really going to change at, at Rockset? So I think it's very important to look at, at that past behavior and make sure you're, you're highlighting, you know, other areas you've been successful or made an impact even just outside of work. Your drive. I mean, this is uh, not an easy job uh, we sign up for. It's a lot of hours, but we want people that have endurance and pace and that are driven. How much can you just show up? And I think the interview process and your preparation is a nice indicator of that. Because if you took time you know, to, to prep for an interview, we're maybe not even getting paid. These are the type of people we want that's going to hit their number 150%, 200%, go above and beyond and, and hit their accelerators. So you know, how can you kind of test that, that drive, you know, throughout the interview process. I think that's where important where you send that prep email and send an agenda, you know, do a, a post interview recap. Um, and you really want to show that. And lastly, just, just being coachable. I think, you know, we want to hire people that are, are willing to come in and learn, learn a sales process, learn value sell, be flexible and, you know, come in. And of course we welcome ideas and the spirit of entrepreneurship, but just, just come in and being open and coachable. So, you know, there's ways you can test that through the interview process and, um, you know, see if they take feedback and how they prep for the next meeting and little coaching moments throughout there. Um, so, you know, to answer your question, Simon, uh, it's it's character, it's intelligence, it's drive, and it's being coachable. In terms of when you're judging or you're analyzing, let's, let's not use the word judging, but, you, but as, a, as, a, as a manager, you're sat across someone what are you thinking? Are you thinking what's the time for ramp for this person? Are you thinking, you know, what, what is it that you're, that's going through your mind as to whether or not this is someone for your organization or not? I think you try and think, at least from a, a manager's point of view, almost for reasons not to hire this person versus you're talking yourself into, hey, why I should hire this person. And, and, and you're right. Is this someone who can come in and have a short ramp time and make an impact right away. Can they elevate the performance of others too? You know, when you're bringing in an A player, that's going to raise the game. Uh, when you bring in a top player, that's going to attract other talent out in the market it, it, as well too. So is this someone who can come in and they have a proven track record, not necessarily in the specific vertical or SaaS solution we're selling, but just, you know, a, a track record of, of high performance, being coachable, being driven, because you put in that more hours, it's compound interest, right? And that's lowering your ramp time. Um, and that's making an impact to your earnings and to the business in a, in a short period of time. It's interesting because I think, you know, you've got to be prepared for an interview, right? As we've mentioned, you know, that's both 
you know, doing your research, but maybe you can give us some advice around the actual mindset. What mindset has somebody got to go into this interview with? Um, obviously, you're building an agenda um, to, to help you guide you through the interview. Um, but at the same time, what other things when it comes to mindset is it that you're really looking for this person to, to think about? Yeah, it's that, that fine line, right, between going and, you know, arrogant and, and confident, you know, sometimes we call that like swagger, you know, going in, just like feel like you, you, you know your business and you know the message. I, I think coming prepared with the, the right questions, you know, is important. And you want to make this as conversational uh, as possible as well too. you know, tell your background, tell your story, you know, where you come from, how you got here and, and where you're going. And, you know, be prepared to just not only do the own research, your own research on an employer, on a hiring manager, but knowing your business as well, too, and coming in and knowing the metrics around your attainment and, and performance, you know, your, your metrics around conversions and what your pipeline looks like, how you source some of that pipeline. Um, is that through marketing? Is that through outbound prospecting, the, the why behind that. Um, so I think that that's really important just to have a command of, you know, the current role you're in and just knowing knowing your business inside and out. So I, I imagine that you're also thinking, you know, is this someone that I can put in front of my customers? And also, is this someone that I can get the best out of if they were in my team? So just tell us a little bit about what you're looking for and what someone can do to give you greater confidence that those those are two particular areas that they're going to be able to tick in, in, in your book. Yeah, no, you're right, Simon. Is that someone, you know, I, I, I trust even internally in a meeting when I'm not in as well, too, you know, speaking just not even to external executive teams, you know, but our own team as well, too. And can they represent our company and our brand in the right way as a professional and, and owning our message? So, you know, there's little tests you could probably do typically throughout the, the interview process just, just to test that, you know, even just someone's responsiveness and preparation. I'll typically send candidates, you know, like text messages on, on off times, you know, whether that's in the evenings or weekends. And, you know, it's probably no surprise some of the top candidates are usually pretty responsive and get back to me pretty quickly. And I get there's a, a, a work-life balance as well, too, and I uh, definitely appreciate that. Um, but sometimes if I send someone a text on a Saturday morning and they're not, not getting back to me till Monday night, how are they getting back to their clients and customers as well, too, and, and representing our business? So I think there's, you know, ways we can kind of look for, you know, and a, a candidate can show how responsive they're going to be and how they're going to prepare your, you know, prepare for a customer meeting. One of the motions, you know, I like to do during the interview process, actually get them to, to pitch our product back to us. And we'll send them a deck and we'll align them with, you know, a, a potential peer to help prep them. It shows, you know, highlights their drive. How much work are they putting in to, to prep for a pitch? Maybe they don't know a lot about. Are they being coachable? Are they soliciting feedback from this peer? Are they doing their own research? You know, that, that checks the box for intelligence as well, too. We get to check their, their EQ and how they pitch back. So when you think of the criteria, so much is covered in that motion. And so they actually pitch to us. And some of the, the best pitches I've seen, it feels like the person's almost already working at the company and they just know it that well. So if they've done, again, that level of research into a mock pitch, I feel like that person's set up, you know, going to be set up for success and hit the ground running as soon as they join the org. Would, would you say you treat an interview like a sales process? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Like, you know, when you think of, you know, what we look for in a sales process um, and you know, looking at the playbook and, and, and medic as well, too, you know, did, do you have a champion as well, too? And is this someone that's going to maybe want to push you along to the next level in the process? Do you have multiple champions? You know, do I have other members of the team coming up to me? It's like, you got to hire this person. They keep falling up with me. They're doing all this stuff. Um, have you articulated the right, like, metrics as well, too, around your performance and highlighting what you've done? Because if you come in with that type of discipline and you're treating an interview process um, like a sales process, what's the next step? Setting next meetings. What's the competition? What's that type of role? That absolutely transfers to how you run your business. That's that's a great question, Ollie. Uh, the, the short answer is yes. As part of this process, as leaders within this playbook community, you guys are very, very focused on attributes. And so a lot of the you mentioned the fact that we are constantly testing, but you're specifically designing lots of tests throughout the entire process that candidates might not even be aware that they're at those moments that they're being tested right and i know i'm probably revealing a lot of the the, the, the kind of the secrets here but but at the same time it, it's important to kind of make note of that right everything's a test everything from your your prep email to your follow-up to your interactions with with your peers you know how can we test for drive how can we test for for eq uh you know i've had candidates in in the past where I'll ask them to meet me for, for coffee at 6 a.m. And some candidates are like, e, a little early. Can we do seven or eight? You know, that's probably a test around maybe their drive and maybe even their intelligence knowing what I'm testing for. I've had, you know, other candidates where we do the 6 a.m. coffee and I show up and they're there at 545, you know, with looking smart with, uh, you know, a blazer and a jacket on. And it's like, okay. Let's go. Like this guy's treating this like a customer meeting and sales process. So every little part of your entire interview process is, is absolutely a test. And I think one of them, and we, we've, we've heard it because we've heard many, many of the stories from the CROs, from John McMahon's personal interviews with them. Obviously, we've heard of candidates have their CVs ripped up in front of them people storming out the room why why is this why is this part of the process in there and and what's your view on that probably maybe even more for a a pint conversation ollie but i have some uh, some good stories to to share too maybe like interviews that have gone uh, gone sideways or are wrong so um a lot of the time i mean like that that one piece of paper that that cv that resume is representing your your body of work and as much as maybe you don't it seems like a bit of a dated formality. There's a lot of time and research just put into reviewing a CV by a hiring manager, and you're probably not even getting a, you know, a, 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 a call back or a, even a foot in the door if that doesn't represent you properly. I think you know candidates got to be aware. CVs are reviewed a lot more thoroughly than I think you'd expect. Um, your university and your school, your grades. What did you take? What was your job after that? And sometimes you don't know leaving college, right? But just understanding the why and why did you choose that job? What did you do in that job? Was there progressions? Is there attainment listed? Do you show some tenure in that job uh, as well too? Um, you know, versus you look at some of the, the resumes, it's six months here, a year here, 18 months here. It's like, well, again, looking at historicals to look at future performance, is that pattern just going to continue, you know, when you invest in this person to, to join your company? You're going to spend a lot of money ramping them up. 
you get them close to ramping and then they're ready to look for the next opportunity as well too. So those resumes um, are, are absolutely inspected line by line and that, that piece of paper abs- absolutely matters. Um, so when you talk about preparation, put, put your resume serious. And a lot of times today we'll lean on LinkedIn and um, it's a great tool to have. You know, you can see a, a lot about a candidate there, but you know, for any candidates and hiring managers, get, get the resume because a resume is a lot more telling than a, a LinkedIn profile. Yeah. You obviously spoke about a champion being a great person um, to leverage off. How does it, how could you potentially use a coach to your advantage? You know, a lot of hiring managers will introduce, you know, a, and I, a candidate to other AEs or other parts of the org. But some of the best candidates, I feel like before I've talked to them, have almost taken that initiative, connected with other people, reached out to them on LinkedIn, and not even just salespeople. I had a candidate a couple of weeks ago, reached out to someone on our product team. Um, because they had a common connection. It was back-channeling the innovation and engineering at our, our company. And all of a sudden, now I have people internally like, hey, what's going on with this person? I reached out to them. I really like them. So, Because you're going to treat a sales cycle that way as well, too. If you're just multi-thre- you know, single-threaded and selling to one person, guess what? Your competition is probably talking to everyone else. But if you can swarm an interview process and have coaches and champions and navigating the account, that's the exact type of you know, motion we want to see when someone is, is attacking a sales cycle. So Ryan, I suppose if you're going to leave us, uh, you know, leave our listeners and our viewers with some absolutely try these, what, what would the, you know, if we were to kind of summarize and really knock them out, what would, you know, what, what would those try these be? Yeah, I think just to break it down, Simon, it's treat an interview like a sales process, right? Do the right preparation, prepare yourself, um, know yourself, you know, where you've come from, where you're at, where you want to go. Prepare for that interview. Understand the hiring manager, their success criteria, what they're looking for. Understand the company, you know, what the type of role is. Are they looking for a hunter, a farmer? You know, what, what's that exact type of role? Um, set up an agenda, you know, prepare for that first meeting. Execute, lay down next steps, you know, continue to push that interview process along. Um, follow up and make sure absolutely there's no doubt in a, a hiring manager's mind like any risk around that person. They can add value to our business day one. But the best interviews I have, I I leave that call excited and I'm already get. I want them to speak with the next person, the next person. So make sure you you, you come with energy, bring your game and and just represent your, your your own brand and how you can make an impact to the firm. Amazing, amazing. That, that was great, great insight. And Ryan, thank you so much for, for covering that topic because, uh, you know, we can, we can really, really see that, you know, this playbook community is some of the best interviewers, some of the best recruiters in the world, and everything is a test. And I think we, we really uh, take a lot from that, from that insight. So thank you so much for that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, thank you so much. We really, really do appreciate your insight, um, as Simon mentioned. And and look, to all our viewers and listeners, you know, we really do hope you've enjoyed this session. If you have liked what you've heard, please do like, share and subscribe to the channel. But a big thank you to you, Ryan, taking time to talk to us, taking time to share your wisdom with the audience. And look, we look forward to welcoming our audience back for another mastery session soon. So thank you and goodbye. Have you enjoyed the session today? 
Be sure to let us know how you got on with the tips and please help others discover our series by sharing and liking our content. Are you on the mission? The 2020-20 Mastery Mission is brought to you by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Check out so muchsoap.com for more information.